Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning. Welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30. It's uh, July 19th. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, midweek. You made it. Thank you for for tuning in, and thank you for everyone checking in this morning, whether it is a tweet at Mercedes in the AM or a text at 702-364-9400. We love seeing who's up in the morning and getting things going. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of a mild issue in my neighborhood for the past three nights now there's someone up the street that's been setting off fireworks like right around nine o'clock at night um it started on sunday so monday tuesday and the past two nights as well it just and it's not something that's like over the top like i, I can like it doesn't bother me it's the fact though though it really affects my dogs and so i'm like ah three, i thought it'd be done last night but the dude sent him off again last night so it's a mild issue going on in my neighborhood right now uh have you done anything about it I haven't done anything yet and i don't know what what am i gonna do someone setting off fireworks I don't know who's doing it and stuff. Hopefully they're going to stop. It's just more of like a nuisance that's happening at night. And it's not for me. It's for the pups, which is just like, ah, I feel so bad for them. Because they, Jax freaks out when he hears fireworks. Yeah, I, I know that most dogs are just like, oh, my gosh, nails on a chalkboard when it comes to, to fireworks. It's too bad. It's still going on. Here we are two weeks out of uh of Fourth of July, and they're still doing it. Yeah, and they and this, I, there's a house up the street every Fourth of July that goes off, and they do it late, and it's the house that'll set, set them off for a couple of minutes, and they stop for 10, 15 minutes, and then that sets them off again. And I don't know if maybe they have leftover fireworks; they just realized it, and they're setting them off to get rid of them. But hopefully, it'll be done tonight. But that's what's uh, that's what, what's going on in my world right now this morning. Well, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. That really that sucks. Anything to do with the dogs? Yeah, that's uh, that's always gonna even if it doesn't bother you personally. That's uh, it's gonna bother you that your dog is bothered. Yeah. Yeah, you feel helpless for them at night. But uh, outside of that, things are things are going well over here. How are you doing over there? I'm doing well. Uh, last night, I had a really busy day yesterday. I had um, a bunch of meetings I had to take care of. I had some stuff around here I had to work on, a couple of project things. Um, so I was really busy. was really excited to get um, home last night. We were all set. We were going to make dinner. Um, and uh, we're, I had taken out a couple of small, like, steaks that actually someone gave me <laughs> there was a one of the butchers at a restaurant here he was like hey i have a bunch of steaks i want you to try different cuts and we don't really eat a lot of red meat at my house but i can eat it 
in small doses. And so I figure I'll cook up a couple of these and then I'll just slice them and then we'll all, you know, share and try two different cuts. I can't even remember what the cuts were. Um, but one was kind of like, it, it might've been a filet. The other one looked kind of like a sm- small uh, flank kind of steak. And so, um, I was all excited getting ready to, uh, to make the steaks and, and I, when I'm, as I'm cooking them, I'm doing it indoors, which, um, is probably not the best thing to do. I mean, I used a cast iron skillet. Um, I, you know, put some butter in there. I salted them nice and, um, well. And, uh, ever since I cooked the steaks, it is completely made my house smell like steak. So <laughs> this morning I get up, I'm like, oh my gosh, all I smell is steak. When is this stench going to go away? And it doesn't do that. When I mean, I cook all the time, but it's, for some reason, it's the steak smell that won't go away. All the other smells, they drift off into nothingness, but the steak, I still smelled it this morning. And I was like, oh, not the first thing I wanted to smell <laughs> as I got up this morning. How was, first of all, how was the steak when it was all said and done? How, how was it last night? It was it was good. Um, I don't think I cooked the thicker one long enough. I mean, it wasn't bleeding, but I, it was very pink. And I could tell my daughter was like not a fan. And she forced it down, but I was kind of watching her. She's the one I watch when I make stuff because her face says it all, whether she likes something or not. And I just see her staring at it and she's just looking at it and on her fork. And my feelings are starting to get hurt a little bit. Um, And she goes, is this medium? Like, (laughs) I I know she was... (laughs) She was trying to send me a message and I go, it's medium ish. <laughs> She's like, oh, OK, so she takes uh, takes a bite. She starts chewing. And she goes, very chewy. I was like, oh, come on. I know. <laughs> OK, I could have left it on there just a little bit longer. The other one was thinner, so it was fine. But yeah, I, I got to learn how to cook my steaks. Well, if you don't do it all the time, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah you don't do the red meat that often. And then then if, if your daughters are, you know, if she wasn't too happy with the steak, she's going to wake up this morning and come down and then get that whiff of the steak that's still in the house. Could you bake cookies or, or some kind of strong candle or just open windows? I lit a candle windows? Uh, this morning before I left. And so they're going to wake up and be like, why is a candle lit? But uh, it'll be okay it's in an area where there's nothing around it i was like i gotta get this smell out of this house but oh the steak sounds good now i've had i haven't had like a steak it's it's been a it's been a while since i had a steak i'm like you i don't eat eat, eat red meat too often but i get that craving every once in a while and so it's been a hot minute so steak sounds good right well now. i have a, a freezer full of them the butcher gave me nice. all these different cuts so <laughs> name the cut i probably have it you got an old butcher block in your kitchen yeah. that's great well let's start the show it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear Saving Me by Nickelback. Do you want to hear One Week by Bare Naked Ladies? You looked at me, threw you up in the air, and you crazy. Five days to tackle me. I still got the reference on both my knees. Spent three days in the afternoon. Or. Do you want to hear Never Leave You by Lumity? choices you can get your votes in right now by tweeting us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400 we'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 
Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. Hey, real quick, we have a tie on the pre-show. You pick them, so if you could shoot a vote our way, we'd appreciate it. 702-364-9400. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Jennifer Lopez gives us a taste of new music. We've got the audio coming up here in just about five minutes. And uh, the votes are in. Actually, I just looked at... Oh, she says play them all. I can't. We can't play them all. <laughs> um, hold up. I'm sorry. I like to do this legit. This is legitness. Um, this is good. This just shows this is oh, the real deal. She counts them all. And one week by Bare Naked Ladies is a pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. You pick them. Mix 94.1. It's been one week since you looked at me. It's the Daily Dirt Turn it up. with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. You just heard Taylor Swift there. She's taking her Eras tour to Seattle this weekend. Then she'll be in Santa Clara. And Santa Clara, California has announced that they are changing the name of the town temporarily to Swifty Clara. And she's also going to be honorary mayor when that tour is in Santa Clara. That's uh, they're doing that in a lot of cities for her little honorary things. We didn't do anything here, though, did we? Yeah, we did. What did we do? We uh, turned uh, the intersection of Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard, uh, like Taylor Swift, the era's cor- uh, color tour colors. And yeah, they did something there with the lights and stuff. OK, yeah. uh, she'll be in Santa Clara. Then she goes to L.A. for six shows. SoFi Stadium to wrap up her tour here in the States. So Jennifer Lopez is celebrating her first anniversary with Ben Affleck by giving fans a taste of her new song. It's called Midnight Trip to Vegas. She posted a preview of the song and she was lip singing along for all of her fans. But here's a little taste of a new song from Jennifer Lopez. Midnight Trip to Vegas is off her new album. It's called This Is Me Now, which is a follow-up from her 2002 album, This Is Me Then. There's no release date for the album. Uh, If you recall, Jen and Ben, they got married here in Las Vegas last summer. Yeah, they're still celebrating a year after the fact. I love it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your guy, Jungkook. And he released his single, Seven, featuring Lotto last Friday. Here's what the song sounds like. It's a fun, catchy song. And we should see where it sits on the Billboard charts next week. And if this is any indicator, it should do very well. So Seven currently holds four spots on the iTunes charts top ten. It's This song, Seven, is number two. And then Seven, the summer version, is number four. Seven, the band version, is number five. And then Seven, the instrumental version, is number six on the iTunes charts. I thought it had, like, five. I thought the explicit version was the big one, then the clean version, and then those other ones. But it's only four, huh? This was this morning. Uh, so they, they, they're constantly changing and being updated, I think, they with iTunes. Be, they might be combining those two because uh, there was definitely 
uh, both of the clean and the not clean version on there. What's the not clean? What's what's he? um, What's he? (laughs) You gotta. Is it it it. that not clean? Is it like Olivia Rodrigo not clean? Uh huh. Really? Uh huh. (laughs) And so that was it. Yeah, this was. I looked this morning, probably about four thirty or so. I looked at the uh, the iTunes charts, and those were the four. Oh yeah, number two is the explicit version. Number three is the clean version. Number four is the summer mix. Number five is the band version, and number seven is the instrumental version. So that dirty one is in there. Good for Joe. It's the highest rated one. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic. When it comes to the writers and actors strike, it sounds like Universal. It sounds like they might be playing dirty. So Universal Universal supposedly had trees pruned on the sidewalks outside its studios in L.A., which because of that, it deprives people on the picket lines of much needed shade in the temperatures. It's topping 90 degrees out there in L.A. So Universal goes out there and trims these trees. Everyone that's on the sidewalk striking now loses their shade. And apparently these types of trees should not be pruned mid to late summer because it can um, induce an off-season growth spurt, leaving them uh, like they get a freeze damage in the fall. So they shouldn't be pruning them. And then also the trees were planted by the city. So Universal may not have had the right to mess with these trees, but they're out there trimming trees to remove the shade from the people that are on the uh, on the picket line. Oh, wow. That's messed up. That's really messed up. And then on the issues, um, you know, one of the issues that the actors have when it comes to the reason they're striking is because they're not getting paid for streaming services and their payouts are very small. Mandy Moore, she revealed for her show, This Is Us, it's on Hulu now, her royalty checks range from one cent to 81 cents. Yeah, I saw they showed like what they're asking for and then what the response was. Uh, and I was kind of shocked. Like some of them, they asked for one thing and then what they offered them was just ridiculous. And then some of the other things it just said flat out rejected, rejected. Really? So it doesn't seem like the studios are really trying that hard to make something happen. They're not trying to make things work. No. Well, we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. To another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1877. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, it's July 19th. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, six o'clock, we are so happy to have you here. Steph, I've been dying to talk to you this morning. Saw on your Instagram that you went and saw the premiere of Oppenheimer last night. So, how was it? How was it? I can't say much because there is an embargo till 9 a.m., but I I will say (laughs) it was the bomb. Ah! (laughs) I get it! I get it! it. Atomic bomb! (laughs) Embargo 9 a.m. Eastern time? No, Pacific Ah, time. I know. I read all the details, but it was. Very smart of you to do, by the way, because I never read that stuff. (laughs) You've been talking about the movie. They said there's going to be a lot of eyes out on social media. They'll be listening, so I wanted to make sure that I got all those details in. But uh, last night during the movie, it was kind of. It was very packed. Uh, James and I went. And there's always this awkward moment, even when I'm watching either a movie or a concert. And it's, I think you guys will agree with me, walking through the aisles. And it's when people are there and you want to get like a really good seat or your seat's in the middle of the section. And you have like your concessions, you got your popcorn. And I want to know, do you think that facing front or back of the, of the audience is better when you move through? Because I have one in mind, and I want to see what you guys think. 
I used to be uh, uh, facing front where the person I'm walking by has my butt in their face. I used to be like that until it started happening to me a lot. And I did not like that. I don't like that. So I switched. I now face the person as I'm going through the aisle. We're looking at each other. I'm, excuse me, you know, trying to make my way through. But I think it's better than having someone's butt in your face. At least I can control like where my lower body kind of is with the you know with the backside it's just it's just out there but with the other way <laughs> I, i'm kind of like i i'm pulling myself back and and not in their way so i i face the person as i'm going through the aisle yeah i agree with you mercedes i'm a crotch as well i don't do i don't do the bucks i feel when you're facing them it's face to face it's 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 you're looking at them you do have more control of your body you can see you're looking down if they have some soft drinks or something in front of them you can kind of you know maybe suck in and slide by a little bit more. I think if you're giving them butt, you're looking over your shoulder to make sure you're not sitting anything. So if it's me, it's, it's a better line of sight, and that's why they, that's why they get the chest the front side of me when I walk through. Okay, so it sounds like we all agree. Front facing, because I am too front facing. I don't know what that is with the butt in the in the. Yeah, it's weird. Or what about guys? Don't do, when you front face, you kind of like put your legs close together just in case they. Yeah, you go like the, the side shimmy to move through. Side shimmy. Yeah, here I Matt am. walks just like. He's regularly walking. Does he really? Like, the, the side of him is facing them. He's just like, excuse me. And he just walks through. So he's not a front or back. He's a side person. I feel like that takes a lot of space, though. Oh, he's he's very um, he's he's very crafty when he works his way through. He's very quick. Well, if you're also the person sitting, you have to, it's, it's a respect. You got to maybe move your legs and provide some room for the person. Or do you stand when you're the person sitting? Like, you'll stand oh, so the they have stand, more room? The yeah. If I'm, at a, if I'm at a Golden Knights game, I always stand because that's such a thin area at the movies not so much but we were at the movies a couple weeks ago and the girl would not even move her legs i was like climbing over her legs i was just like are you kidding you can't move them to the side for two seconds my god that is rude that is rude let's talk about today's show uh less than an hour from right now 7 a.m show we are so excited about this we're excited about the tour wait till you hear some of the acts that ll is going on tour with it it is just insanity and we are going to have the man himself on the show this morning cannot wait 7 a.m for that and up next is what's trending what do you have for us well we are going to talk about some of the new developments in the death of rapper tupac who will win in the battle of barbenheimer and some big names in music want you to try their sonic creations we're going to talk about all of that coming up next in what's trending Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Tupac is trending this morning. Yesterday, Metro searched a home as part of their ongoing investigation into the death of rapper Tupac Shakur. He was shot and killed in September of 96 at Flamingo and Cobalt near the Las Vegas Strip, and his murder still remains unsolved. The home that was searched, it was located in Henderson, and it involved Dwayne Davis, a.k.a. Keith D. This is not the first time his name has been tied to Tupac's murder. Last year, the former head of Death Row Records indicated that he could be charged in connection to the shooting after he mentioned something about knowing the actual shooter. So we're waiting to... to get more information on that but that was just kind of startling to hear that 
it's still being investigated. They're still talking to people. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I was at uh, Channel 8 yesterday and I asked one of the investigative reporters, I'm like, what are you working on today? And he's like, Tupac. I'm like, ha, 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 no, really, what are you working on? He's like, no, seriously, there's a new lead in the Tupac case. Like, whoa. And the fact that it was 1996 is when the whole thing went down. There's, there's, he's yet to be solved. There's no one been charged yet with this murder. Yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy. Also trending this morning is Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer weekend is also uh, is almost upon us with Barbie and Oppenheimer both opening on Friday. But box office experts say that there is one movie that should be the clear-cut winner this weekend in this unofficial battle. Experts are predicting that Barbie will make almost $100 million, while Oppenheimer will bring in close to $50 million. They say that Barbie's a safe bet to win with its you know, colorful and whimsical theme versus the dark and serious theme of Christopher Nolan's movie about the, the creation of the atomic bomb. We went to buy tickets for both movies this weekend and we we were only able to get barbie tickets with our with our schedule mm-hmm. um and so then we bought oppenheimer tickets for or wait is it opposite no no no. yeah barbie this weekend oppenheimer next weekend so get up within a week of each other yeah because all the good seats were taken like there's just and then the, the times that we could or they they did have better seats we couldn't go so it's gonna be a crazy weekend in the box office for sure and you got a crazy weekend too because we're giving away tickets to the uh the battle for vegas charity softball game on saturday it's nearly sold out you're hosting not just the home run derby you're hosting the entire game correct yeah we're gonna have a lot of fun out there i had a meeting yesterday Yesterday, in regards to the whole uh, the whole show and some fun surprises, some uh, home run derby, the game. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, in the eight o'clock hour with heads up, right around eight twenty, we'll be giving away those tickets to uh, join us out there for Battle for Vegas. Finally, this morning, Sonic is trending. So the chain is partnering with some big music acts to spotlight their favorite Sonic drinks. So starting this week, you can now drink like the stars. We're talking about stars like J.P. Sachs, Kelsey Ballerini, Lainey Wilson, and Metro Boomin. They all have their own drinks at Sonic that you can go and order. Uh, J.P. Sachs' drink is a, a mango slush with nerds candy in it. <laughs> that sounds really sweet. Um, Cal- Kelsey Ballerini's drink is ocean water with blue raspberry and lime. Lainey Wilson's drink. I'm definitely going to try this. It sounds really good. Sprite Zero with strawberries and sugar-free peach. That's Lainey Wilson's drink. And then Metro Boobman's drink is lemonade with strawberries and vanilla. They're also encouraging fans to recreate their favorite singer's drink or create their own and share it on social media using the hashtag Sonic Drink Remix. And that is what's trending. Up next, we have that early edition of Heads Up. And when you win it, tickets to go see Manchester. United and Borussia Dortmund at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday, July 30th. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, we have our contestant on the line. Hi, Pauline, you're caller 20. Hi, good morning. Thank you. You are so welcome. (laughs) Let's make you a winner. We have three categories for you this morning with Heads Up. Pick which one you want. Do you want to go with Anaconda, Emojis, or Checkmate? Um, let's do Anaconda. Anaconda. Okay. World Snake Day was on Sunday. These are all different kinds of reptiles. Okay. 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 Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? 
Are you please? Sorry. Uh, hey, no apologies needed, Pauline. You're all set. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win, and you start now. Uh, these breathe fire. There was like three of them on Game of Thrones. Um, Dragon. Yes. Uh, this is um, basic. The, you see them running around all the time in Vegas. They're just on the ground. Um, Lizard. Yes. This has a hard shell. Um uh, it's uh, it, it brings its head back in and then pokes it out. A turtle. Yes. This is a a, a Tyrannosaurus, a Brontosaurus. Right. Uh, a dinosaur. Yes. This is um, Geico has their spokes. A gecko. Yes. This is um, they man, they're not an alligator, but they're close to an alligator. Crocodile. Yeah. Yes, go us, and congratulations, you won. Nice job. Paulina, congratulations. Oh, my gosh, you have so much fun. Four tickets to Manchester United versus Borussia Dortmund. This is Allegiant Stadium on Sunday, July 30th. We have these tickets again tomorrow morning, uh, right around 625 when we do the early edition of Heads Up. And coming up next, it's two truths and one lie. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is time for two truths and a lie. Two of us are telling you the truth about something. One of us is telling you a lie. Can you tell who the liar is? Maybe it's based on the story. Maybe it's based on the way they sound. Uh, some changes in their in their pitch. You be the judge. You can let us know who you think uh, is telling the truth and who is lying on our social media, on Facebook and YouTube, where we're live streaming. Or you can call or text us right now at 702-364-9400. Are you guys all set, ready to go? Yes. Okay. Well, it looks like I am going first uh, this week, and uh, we are uh, putting 30 seconds on the clock. And uh, <laughs> I'm having a hard time this morning. I'm going to be honest. Uh-oh. We're coming up with a, a thing or just in general? Uh, no, no. Just coming up with a okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. We've been okay. doing this for a couple years every I, Wednesday. I know. It, I know. And the thing is, we try to come up with something that we haven't shared with each other, too, which makes it even harder because we know each other for so long. All right. You ready? We can come back to you if you want. Do you want to go last? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. You go next. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, not good looking good for Mercedes. Uh, okay. Th- 30 seconds on the clock and I'll start it now. I have a cousin and he lives in New Jersey and I discovered last night that he is a professional MC. He's got a couple jobs. One of his jobs is there's when there's events in New Jersey, there's been like 90s concerts. There was a, a Sugar Ray concert recently. He's like the uh, the stage MC. He's a professional MC. And he also owns a luxury doggy hotel as well. Wow. wow. He's a man of all trades. Yes. If this is a lie, like that is the most detail-oriented <laughs> lie I've heard. Wow. A uh, professional uh, MC and owns a doggy hotel. Luxury, wow. luxury, luxury doggy hotel. <laughs> Do they have cameras? and stuff where they can see the dog if they're away and stuff? I went to his Facebook page last night, and that's where I discovered all this stuff about my cousin who I haven't talked to since 1993, maybe. Uh, I just I was just thinking about him, so I looked him up and, and found all this stuff about him. Like, look at him. He's doing well. Professional MC. The, do you, you don't talk to him at all? Though? No, I don't talk to any of my cousins. What, what side of the family is this on? He's on my dad's side of the family. Okay. 
In New Jersey? In New Jersey, yes. Mm. But your dad came from Cuba. Yes, uh, it's his sister's son, my cousin Brian. Huh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll try and make that connection. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this one. Yeah, no, I just I was just thinking about him last night. The only cousin that I that I do talk to, and it's been years, but it would be my cousin Mark on my mom's side of the family. But I've got a bunch of cousins. I just don't keep in touch with them. Yeah, I see that you really don't talk about your cousins much. So, mm. okay, okay. All right, is JC telling the truth or is he lying? You be the judge. You can call us or text us 702-364-9400. Okay, Steph, you're set. You want me to go next? You're not yes, ready yet? Yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Steph, your time starts now. So yesterday on and off the air, the show was really, really busy. I stayed up here until like one o'clock. Um, and then after the show, busy running errands. And then also last night, I watched the advanced screening of Oppenheimer. Super busy day. Uh, the movie was three hours long. And there was a part in the movie that I did fall asleep on, and I feel really bad because there was it was a important section, and it was going between timelines like past, present, future. That the point where I asked James, "Uh, what happened?" So I did fall asleep during the movie last night. <laughs> Lies. This is embargo till nine o'clock. You can't talk about it. Lies. I can talk about. I can't talk about the actual movie, but I can say what happened. Step said to me. For, um, oh. I don't Good point, Mercedes. But also, too, in these movies, there's people watching the crowd. So there's like the security see you fall asleep because there's people making sure that you're not filming stuff or doing things. And sometimes they're rolling footage to get your reaction to put in commercials as well. Security wasn't filming us. No, they were just looking for cameras. There was a ton of security, by the way, at the movie, like three or four. So Steph's Oppenheimer review. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that felt well for the movie. Okay, is Steph telling the truth or is she lying? You be the judge. Okay, it has finally come to my turn. Well, are you ready? You have something? I have something. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> Starts now. Okay, I once uh, shoplifted from Target. It was unintentional. Um, I was holding a Squishmallow for my daughter because she was buying it for her friend for her birthday. And it was a cute little avocado Squishmallow. And I had it under my arm. We were putting all the things. I had my purse also over it. The lady didn't see it. I walked out the door with this Squishmallow under my arm. And I was like, oh my God, I just stole the squish. Well, first we'll see. And then I realized I stole the squishmallow. So I went back in and I had to pay for it. Did you get out to your car? How far did you get out? Oh, of- we were loading stuff into the trunk pretty much when I realized. I was like, oh, what's this? A big old avocado. It's an avocado. <laughs> and so uh, I had to go back in and I had to return the squishmallow. And now imagine if you were doing that. Imagine if you knew you were doing that. How nervous you'd be walking out of the store without paying it. But since you didn't know, you just walked out of there with ease, with confidence. And that's why I'm surprised because don't they have the detectors? at Target. I feel like I walk through them all the time. Nothing went off. No one stopped me. There's even a guy that stands there like with the cart sometimes and no one said two words. I just walked out like it was it was mine. I guess I look confident. And uh, yeah, so I am a shoplifter. Did you end up going back and paying for it? Yeah, yeah. We okay. Once I realized it, I couldn't, then- I couldn't not with my kid there. If she wasn't there, maybe. I was going to say, was the thought of like, hey, I made it this far. Hey, this is how you steal, okay? So that that is my story. Uh, it took a long time to, to come up with that story. You had to go through the memory or oh something Oh my new. gosh. All right. So who is telling the truth? Who is lying? Let us know what you think. Frank says, so I believe that Mercedes not knowing what to say was staged. And the liar is JC. And I fell asleep during 
flash, so I believe that. We work weird hours, you know, you get tired, so I do understand that. Missy says JC is lying. Uh, Jan says JC is telling the truth. He gives away too much information. Uh, on the uh, on the text line, Steph is lying because of the embargo. Talking about timelines is talking about the movie. Oh, busted. <laughs> ah, no, don't tell him. Um, and Melody says, I kind of remember Mercedes telling this story. So does that mean I'm telling the truth? Maybe it wasn't an avocado squishmallow. Maybe it's <laughs> it was a shirt. <laughs> All right. Let's do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. It's me. Yeah, I maybe I did tell that story before. I could not think of a lie or a truth this morning. I was just struggling. That was not staged. I swear. I was even asking my kids last night. I'm like, help me think of a truth. And I could not think of anything. So I think I went back into the well and reused the story. I apologize for that. Truth teller number two. I've got a cousin that's a professional MC in New Jersey, and he also owns a luxury doggy hotel. We need to get him on the show. <laughs> it's oh been 30 God. years since I talked to him. <laughs> and little does he know he's a part of Two Truths and a right. Lie today. Yeah. And that means we knew it. Steph, you're lying. We knew you wouldn't talk about the, sh- the movie until 9 a.m. <laughs> Can't do it. And I did not fall asleep. The movie was the bomb, remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the bomb. So I'm excited to talk about it if we eventually do it at 9 a.m. Awesome. All right, coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about the heat. I know it's something that we're all kind of over, but you will not believe how hot it has been around the country. We're going to play It's So Hot That coming up. Also, we'll talk about the war between Taco John's and Taco Bell. One of the sides won, and we'll explain what they won coming up. That and more is on the way with the hot three. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Three, two, one. 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. In case you haven't noticed, it's pretty hot outside. Um, The United States and much of the world is just in a massive heat wave. So today for the Hot 3, we're going to play a game. It's called It's So Hot That. So I'll say um, it's so hot. And then you guys have to say, how hot is it? Okay, got it, got it. Okay? Okay. All right. It's so hot. How, how hot, hot is, is it? it? That records are being smashed all over country. Uh, everyone is talking about the El Paso and Phoenix records. If it hits 100 in El Paso today, it's going to be their 34th straight day. And in Phoenix, it's been at least 110 for 19 straight days. Oh, that's bad. Guys, it's so hot that how, how hot, hot is, is it? it? Target employees are now allowed to wear shorts until recently only people only employees who worked outside could wear them and now everyone can even jean shorts no no like daisy dukes they have to be mid-length oh, mid-high or longer <laughs> but can you believe that now they're changing the dress code to target because it's so hot that's i'm surprised it's taken so long especially maybe it varies from city to city but here in las vegas well I, they would hope that they they can wear shorts any summer not just this summer well speaking of las vegas mm-hmm. it's so hot how, how hot, hot is, is it? it that people are pooping their pants on planes Okay. <laughs> Why is the heat causing that? Did you see that Delta flight to Atlanta? It got stuck on the tarmac here in Vegas on Monday in uh, the 111 degree heat. So many people passed out. And one report said that several of them soiled themselves. At least five passengers had to be taken off on stretchers. Yeah, because they were there for a long time. Why did they let them off? I do not know. Um, would you lose your mind on that in that situation, in that heat I would out get there? It. You you would kick me off the plane. I would try to open the door. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't open the door, but I would I, I would go to the bathroom so I didn't soil myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, at what point do you just give up? You know what? It's no, it's not worth the energy and the extra heat. I'm just gonna poop my pants. All right, last one. It's so hot. How, How hot hot is, is it? A 56 year old woman in Japan tried to rob an ice cream delivery truck. <laughs> he was dropping product <laughs> off at, at a store, and she tried to run off with whatever she could grab. And she told the cops she did it because it was just really hot out so that's how hot it is outside right now you guys it was so hot that the ice cream person didn't even bother chasing it take it i can't get out of here (laughs) they probably weren't even delivering they were just asleep in the back trying to stay cool (laughs) um also this morning are you married well new research shows that you may live longer you may be healthier and you might have a happier life tying the knot Comes with a lot of benefits. Some of them include, you know, your mental happiness, but a lot of them are financial, too. They say that that includes saving money on housing, insurance and taxes. Plus, it could be easier to borrow money when you're married. This new uh, survey showed that there are more benefits to getting married than there are um like bad things when it comes to things like reaping social security benefits, saving on car insurance, borrowing money. Um, you can save more in certain retirement accounts. And in just in general, it shows that married people are living longer than those who are not. How much longer? Uh, so much longer that you'll want to not be married because you're with them for so long. <laughs> you'll be saying, when is my partner going to go? I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> Finally, this morning. Uh, so d- I remember talking about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Your, your lo- local taco place can now use the phrase, 
Taco Tuesday without fear of being sued. The fast food chain Taco John's decided to drop its Taco Tuesday trademark yesterday. And Taco Bell is the reason. If you didn't hear, they petitioned the U.S. Patent Office back in May to get the trademark canceled. Their argument was that it's just such a common saying now that it should be public domain at this point. And it turns out the trademark office didn't even have to weigh in because Taco John's, they just dropped it on their own. A spokesman said they decided it wasn't worth the money to defend it in court and they'd rather just put that cash towards a good cause. So they're donating $100 to charity for each of their 400 locations. So around 40 grand is headed to charity that helps restaurant workers who are struggling. Taco John's challenged Taco Bell to do the same thing for its 7,200 locations in the U.S. So around $720,000. Not sure if they're going to take them up on that yet. Uh, Taco John's, they've owned that trademark in 49 states since 1989. There's actually a place in New Jersey called Gregory's Restaurant and Bar. They still own the rights in New Jersey. Oh, do they really? Yeah, that's the only place Taco John's wasn't able to get it. One of the owners there say they have no plans to give up their trademark. And they were they were so shocked to hear that Taco John's actually buckled on that one. Yeah, hold your ground for that Jersey restaurant. Well, yeah, I mean, they could make some money from Taco Bell in New Jersey, that's for sure. Okay, coming up here, 7 o'clock hour, we've got a lot going on, including we have the Disney Diva of the Day. That happens at 7.15. Be listening at 7.15. We'll tell you the Disney Diva of the Day and then what time or what hour to listen for that diva. And that's your chance there to win four tickets to the Disneyland Resort. And then coming up here in just about six minutes... Represents Queens, and man, he is one of the biggest rappers in the world. LL Cool J is going to be joining the show. We're going to talk about the upcoming tour. You won't believe some of the acts that are going to be on tour with him. It's going to be great. And I just, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm already finding myself getting tongue-tied just with the idea of speaking to him. So LL Cool J joins the show next. There you go. That's Dua Lipa, Dance the Night on Mix 94.1. Rapper, actor, author, CEO. Oh, my gosh. He does it all, and I cannot believe he is on our show. What's up, LL Cool J? What's good? What's good? Oh, my goodness. It is so great to hear your voice. I, I feel like I've... I've seen you in concert a few times, and when you see someone in concert more than once, I feel like I know you. Is that weird? Do you get a lot of fans that just feel like they know you? You know what? I, no, I don't. I don't think it's weird at all. I think you know you do develop a relationship with the fans through the art. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we never sat in the sauna together, but you know, <laughs> we, you know, we, we met. You know, through the music, it's good. Good vibes. How do we make the sauna thing happen? I just. <laughs> <laughs> LL, this is a blast to have you on the show, man. I, but I've been wanting to talk to you for years. And I mean, what is the secret? You are ageless and you're in amazing condition. What's the trick to looking so good and being in such great shape? You know what, man? I, I just try to, you know, try to eat healthy, try to work out, you know, try to not drive myself insane. That's it, man. And just working out staying healthy you know you want to be that's like 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 even talking about the tour like you know i i don't want to be on the road and like you know go to drink a glass of water and get exhausted trying to drink the water before i even sing a song like i can't <laughs> you know I, I can't do that 
Yeah, this tour is going to be insane. The The frequency of real creative energy, the Force Tour, it's you, it's the Roots, yeah. um, Common, yeah. De La Soul, Queen Latifah, Salm Pepper, Bone Thugs and Harmony, just to name a few. This is uh, your first headline arena tour in 30 years. LL, did you, when you first started out, could you even imagine that it would come to this with all of your success? I mean, what were your aspirations then? Or did you know it? Did you know it was going to be this big? Well, you know, it's two different answers. So the, the first answer is that as a fan in my mind, I always loved the culture and loved hip-hop culture so much. I thought it was great. And I, I, it was always this big in my mind. Now, as, a, as an artist, you know, I just wanted to be heard on the radio, to be honest with you. I just wanted to hear my song on the radio and not be like, felt, not feel like I was invisible, you know, growing up in the neighborhoods and stuff like that. So I didn't know it was going to be, you know, for me personally what it is, but I always believed in the power of hip hop, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, we can tell that you, you love your fans, you're passionate about your fans. I don't know if you heard what, what happened here in Las Vegas this week. It's kind of the hot thing in town right now. But Miranda Lambert, during one of her recent shows, she, she stopped in mid-song or the beginning of a song right. to, to scold a fan that was taking a photo during the concert. Would you ever stop a song to scold a fan that was taking a photo? <laughs> You like that? But they're fans. They're fans. Like, like people, like, like, look, let me, let me tell you something about art. And I say this with love. So art, the artist, your job as an artist is to create art. The way people choose to interact with that art or engage it or appreciate it, it's up to them. If you want to come to my show and you want to sit there and eat a bowl of potato salad with, you know, with a baseball hat or down to your nose, that's what you choose to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you gotta let the let the fans do what they want to do. Like, let, what about all of the thousands of people that aren't doing that? What, <laughs> what do you got? Rules? Like, what, you know, no yellow shirt. I, mean, I don't know <laughs> where this is. So to me, I you know, I, I can't speak for her. I'm not gonna judge her. I have nothing nothing unkind to say about her. I wish her the best. And, she has the right to her feelings, but for me, I let the fans be the fans and do what they want to do. You guys come to the show, enjoy yourself. It's going to be three and a half hours of nonstop hip-hop. If you want to take selfies, if you want to bring the old camera of the old Polaroid from the early 1800s, that's up to you. <laughs> you can get it in the building, do your thing. I just love you, Elo. The MGM Grand Garden Arena on September 2nd, the Force Tour. It's coming to town. Now, uh, on some of your songs, you you have like collabs. You've got the female voices in there. Hey, if anyone calls out sick, I can step in for like doing it or jingling, baby. Just you let me know, okay? I mean, I I mean, absolutely. But you got to prove it now. You got to spit something right now. Oh, I know that it's real. LL is putting you on the spot, Mercedes. Let her compose herself. This is a big moment here. Oh, okay. I'm going to call you Big Daddy. Scream your name. Better fact, if I like your candy rain. Okay. (laughs) I'm going with that. 
see what you're saying. I get my swerve on, bring it live, make it last forever. Damn, the kitty cat side. Ooh. Oh, God, I need the word. So, Dad, you flow. Make it. Oh, God. I Now I just completely embarrass myself in front of LL Cool J. Never mind. I'll be in the audience instead. <laughs> That's, yo, and when, you, when you're in the audience, make sure you take a couple of selfies. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait to see you, LL. You are seriously, <laughs> a, aside from your talent, you really are a class act and a really, really an amazing human being. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. My absolute pleasure. I look forward to it. See y'all there. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Who wants to go to Disneyland? Well, all week long, we have your family four packs of two-day, one-part-per-day passes to the Disneyland Resort. And every morning at 7.15 or just thereafter, we will announce to you the Disney Diva of the Day. When you hear the Disney Diva in the hour we tell you to listen, be caller 20 and you are are going to win these passes. So today's Disney diva of the day is Jasmine from Aladdin. And here is what you are listening for. When you hear Jasmine singing in the nine o'clock hour this morning, you're going to be want to be caller 20 to get that family four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day passes to the Disneyland Resort. Good luck. It's the Daily Dirt. Turn it up. With Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Well, lately, it seems that these tabloid rumors about celebrities breaking up have been coming true. They were tabloids were talking about Ariana Grande because she didn't have her wedding ring on. That's true. Her and her husband are headed for a divorce. There were rumors about Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello um, that they were having some issues. They announced that they are separating, getting a divorce. And now the tabloids are saying that Harry and Meghan Markle are having issues and they're taking some time apart to figure things out. Again, tabloid rumors, but it seems like the tabloids have been on it the past couple weeks. Uh, one report says that Harry needs to find himself. And another report says they are under tri- uh, tremendous financial pressure to fund their California lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, so they got a couple right. I don't. Uh, that doesn't mean I st- I'm going to start believing them all now. Uh, you know. Let's look at the wrong uh, column yeah, of tabloids. I mean, how yeah. many things have they not mm. been right on? You saw Mission Impossible, the ones out, the one that, that is out in theaters right now. Uh, how would you rank it as an action movie? One of your top ten action movies of all time that you've seen. How would you rank the movie? Um, I mean, it was really good. I don't know. I, I I don't really have a top 10 of action movies that I've seen, but I would say that it was great. I really enjoyed it. Variety, they ranked the 50 best action movies of all time. Mission Impossible did not make it. Tell me if you've seen any of these top five. Uh, from 1973, Enter the Dragon. Never seen it. 1981, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, and I liked it. 1959, North by Northwest. Never saw that. 1988, Die Hard. You saw that, not a Christmas movie. Ooh, slide that in. <laughs> 1981, Variety says this is the best action movie of all time, The Road Warrior. Oh, I don't even know who who's in that. Is it the Mad Max, the Mel Gibson stuff? Mad Max, Road Warrior? Uh, I think but beyond Thunderdome. I or? think so. But I feel like that was the more like towards like the 82, 83. This is 81. The Road Warrior. Um, yeah, I've never heard of that movie before. But again, I don't I don't really watch action movies. I'm right there with you. I saw Raiders and I saw Die Hard. Um, outside of that, the only two I've seen in the top five. 
Jungkook. So he released his single last week called Seven featuring Lotto. If you haven't heard it yet, here's what the song sounds like. Is the radio station playing it? Right now we are. Oh, you're kidding you're playing me. playing it at this moment. <laughs> Why are we not playing this song? Well, there, it, 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 there's like reasoning behind it that I really can't get into. But it. Okay. I mean, um, it's it, it's going for what's top 40 airplay right now. And we're not technically a top 40 uh, radio station, but it'll go for Hot AC, which is what we are, uh, I believe, beginning next week. So, okay. yeah, there's like a whole thing behind it. There's a system. Yeah. Got it. Well, and we'll also see next week where the song sits on the Billboard charts. And if you base things on how that song is doing on the iTunes charts, um, it's going to do very well, I think, in the Billboard charts. The, my, my stuff I pulled this morning, you had a more accurate one, but the, the stuff I had this morning was seven. The original song we just heard right there was number two. The summer version was number four. The band version was number five, and then the instrumental was number six, but you also had down to the explicit versions in the top ten as well. Yeah, well, explicit is the number, is the highest ranking one. That's the highest one. And then the the regular version, which we just played, is right below that. Then the summer mix, the band version, and then the instrumental. Yeah, so they're uh, they're all five of them are doing very well. Yeah, so we'll see how the song does next week in the Billboard charts. And if you're just joining the show, this is really cool. Uh, about 15, 20 minutes ago, LL Cool J was on the show. He has the Force Tour, which is celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. That's going to be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, September 12th, with The Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Queen Latifah, salt and Pepper, uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony. Uh, the list goes on. I want to go back to that interview and, and play I some, don't. I do. No. I, I want to do-over in life. I, I, well, I want to do-over. I'm really upset with myself right now. Let me just... I want to go home. No, 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 no. I want to go it home. Was, it was very endearing. It was, no. it was very sweet. Let me... Uh, let's go back to the interview and uh, something that transpired during the interview. This was uh, us and LL Cool J about 20 minutes ago. Hey, if anyone calls out sick, I can step in for, like, doing it or jingling, baby. Just you let me know, Okay. I mean, I, I mean, absolutely, but you got to prove it now. You got to spit something right now. Oh, I know that it's real. Oh, oh, oh. LL's putting you on the spot, Mercedes. <laughs> Let her compose herself. This is a big moment here. Oh, okay. I'm going to call you Big Daddy. Scream your name. Benefactor might like your candy rain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back. I want to go home. I need a do-over. I wish you could rewind and do-over stuff. I wasn't prepared, and I was flustered. I was talking to the man, LL Cool J himself, and wasn't prepared. It got the lyrics wrong. I didn't think he'd call me out like that. There is a there's a part two to this that I want to play. And why don't we play that part two? <laughs> Coming up here right after Adele. This is, it was a very endearing Mercedes. Who wants a do-over in life? <laughs> Raise your hand. I do. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, her latest, it's Vampire. It is 7.31 Wednesday morning. I just, uh, I'm just really disappointed with myself. It's like when you get your chance and you screw up your chance. I mean, we literally had LL Cool J on the phone. And I'm talking the talk like, oh, I'll duet with you. Uh, he's like, okay, show me what you got. And I'm like, bleh. I got nothing. What a mess that was. Let's go back to 32 minutes ago, and I played part one of your singing. There was a part two to that, so let's go back and relive that moment with Mercedes and LL Cool J. I'm going to call you Big Daddy, scream your name, benefactor might like your candy rain. 
to do over in life you would that would that would be to go back have the the lyrics in front of you yes that would be one of them i mean i'm I'm sure there's more important (laughs) do-overs in life i could go revisit but if you could do if you could get a free do-over from something like in the last week what would your what would your do-over be yes i now i have the lyrics in front of me i feel like i would be able to do it much better and not just mess up my chance with ll cool j who i've been listening to uh, since i was a child like he like he is oh man i just remember i remember when um i saw the video for uh mama said knock you out and i was like wow this guy's so cool oh my gosh well, did you ever think, though, so, like, when you go back to whatever, you know, young Mercedes think that one day you'll be doing a radio show no. in Las Vegas singing with that man you're watching on TV? And and I never thought, and you'll make a complete <laughs> fool out of yourself. I have to say he was super nice and accommodating. I mean, he was adorable and such a nice guy. What's the thing? What's the thing that you would want to do over on? Maybe it's more than just the last week, but something, and it doesn't have to be something super serious, but like, dang it, why didn't I say this? Or dang it, why didn't I do that? Do you have a do over that you want to do? Yeah, and it involves a celebrity, a professional wrestler, Rowdy Roddy Piper, who has since passed on, but he was he was a Hall of Famer, a legend in the 80s and 90s, just an iconic wrestler. And he was here in Vegas. He was part of Tony and Tina's wedding that, that uh, I'm sure that's still even here or not, but he was part of that, that performance. And we went and I was so excited to meet him and uh, I was having some cocktails and just having a good time and it was my buddy of mine and and he gets Rowdy Roddy Piper to come over to our table and he's he's hyping me up. And this is my friend JC. He's a huge fan and, and Rowdy comes up and he's like Rowdy Roddy Piper and just Mercedes all these emotions were coming over me and, and my words were him to God bless you. Oh my goodness. Like, Excuse me. I'm like God bless you. And he's like okay. And my buddy goes I'm sorry. He's really excited. <laughs> And of all things, God bless you, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, that when you meet someone that you are so, I, I want to say in love with, but you know what I mean, just mm-hmm. such a big fan of, sometimes it's it's hard to get your mind right and your brain, it just turns into mush. I That's, yeah, I totally understand why you would say something like that. All these emotions inside, it's just that, that's what, God bless you. That was like, okay, all right. Not I'm a big fan, all these other things, God bless you. Oh, man. Steph, what would your do-over be? I, I wish when I first interviewed for this job, I wish I did not eat sunflower seeds, which I'm allergic to, when first meeting you guys. Oh, man. It was a mess. But you didn't eat them. You just noticed yeah. them, right? I did eat them. <gasps> and, you did? And on the airplane, I, I felt a little itch in my throat. I was like, oh, my God, I just embarrassed myself in front of these Las Vegas radio people, Mercedes and JC. And then, Steph, did you get the EpiPen out? Steph's like stabbing her like, ah! (laughs) No, worse, I didn't get the job at first. Yeah, that's why, because JC's like, I don't want it. She's got this allergy. I don't want to hire her. I got to deal with that with my wife. and I were like, come on, she's great. He's like, no. I couldn't handle it at home, and I was Steph and sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds all over the station. You were sunflower seed girl for like three months until he finally started calling you Steph. I believe it. You can totally call me the Andrew Roughneck if you want. I rolled my eyes at Mercedes during that lunch. Oh, my gosh. This girl. Oh, jeez. 
sunflower seeds. You want to hire this girl? (laughs) (laughs) SSG. If Mercedes and I could have a do-over, we would have hired you on the spot. Oh, my God. Do you know how much my life would have improved if we would have hired you on the spot? But we had to go through the sunflower seeds and not get hired to realize... We are here where we are today. Uh, yeah. I would have been fine with hiring you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have been way ahead of where we are today. <laughs> Hot three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. Is it, why is there an alarming rate of patients being misdiagnosed lately? We're going to talk about that. Also, do you think your dog could survive in the wild without you? And... What are the most used emojis of the year so far? We're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the Hot 3. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Three, two, It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, well, this morning, let's talk about uh, the rates of patients that are being misdiagnosed. This is actually scary. A new report is out, um, and it's, it's giving people some questions when they go visit their doctor. This study says that nearly 800,000 Americans die or become disabled each year after being misdiagnosed. This report from Johns Hopkins University says that patients are being diagnosed with the wrong conditions across a range of healthcare settings each year. The researchers estimate about 370,000 of those patients die from their misdiagnosis, while over 420,000 are permanently disabled. The lead author of the report calls it a public health emergency. And according to the report, the five diseases that are most commonly misdiagnosed are stroke, sepsis, pneumonia, blood clots, and lung cancer. That's scary. I've got a, it's a friend of a friend. So details are kind of a little sketchy in the whole situation, but he was telling me, uh, and I, I've met the guy before, but he was diagnosed with some type of cancer. And my buddy saw him that day when the doctors told him and he was got it just like his world turned upside down. Turns out they misread things, and he found out like the next day that they got things wrong. I'm like, how was that even possible to misread something like that? But it happened in his world, and 
you know, came out of it a whole new look at life and just this whole new energy. But my friend saw him when he just found out that what he thought was the bad news. Then to get the call back the next day of either they read someone else's stuff or things got mixed up. Talk about a mix up. Yeah, but I'll be honest. If I'm on that side of a mix up, I'd rather be on the side he's on. Get the whole new lease of life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we also have to remember that people are people are human and mistakes are going to be made. Now, don't get me wrong. It's when you find out that 370,000 people are dying from misdiagnosis, that's more than a oops, you know, that's serious mm-hmm. stuff. But um I was reading an article this morning about some guy whose TikTok's gone viral because um he went in to get his something was wrong with his foot and he needed to get his foot wrapped and the doctor googled how to proper wrap a foot and that's what he recorded it's like uh should i be worried my doctor's looking this up and i'm like i'm thinking no you should not be worried do you want your doctor to do it right like what's wrong with refreshing things like mm-hmm. do, you, do can you memorize everything i just i didn't think there was anything wrong with it doctors are human um and you know i want a doctor who's going to be thorough and is going to really look into things, make sure things are done right. So I didn't think that was that big of a deal. But people are going back and forth over that TikTok. It was just wrapping his foot. That he was all concerned. Yeah, and how yeah. to properly wrap a foot. Well, I'm glad they're checking to do that, make sure that they do it properly. He Googled it. And the guy's like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah, that sort of seems a little bit of overreaction. Yeah, I mean, you want a doctor, too, or a nurse, whoever, just that's constantly refreshing and educating themselves because things are constantly changing in the medical field. Yeah, so that is... Uh, and. My dad was misdiagnosed with his brain cancer, and to this day, like, we look back and we're like, man, if only... They thought he had depression. I remember you saying that, yes. They thought he was depressed, so they're like, here's some... some, pills and they'll they'll help you and it didn't help and we just wonder if we would have had the correct diagnosis earlier if that would have helped things now brain cancer is a very deadly disease and they say on average you have 14 months to live after you're diagnosed with it so would it have helped probably not but we always go back and like wow that was like three months before we figured out what was wrong and maybe that three months would have bought more time but yeah he was misdiagnosed the doctor he went to was just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's, just, it's depression. You're fine. Here, here, take these. And, and we're like, OK, but nothing, nothing happened. You know, I remember you talking about that with your father. And wasn't the trip to Las Vegas that your mom and dad were coming to town to kind of hopefully lift the, his lift mood, the or, yeah, get a change yeah. of scenery and everything. And that's when we got the actual diagnosis here in Las Vegas mm-hmm. to find out. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So some crazy stuff. So that is uh, happened in this morning. Also this morning, it's always scary when you lose a pet because most domestic animals they're not like prepared for survival skills when it comes out uh going out and about after they're living in the lap of luxury and you're under your roof well it's not surprising that two out of three dog owners say their dog could never survive in the wild without them, which means that one in three dog owners are delusional enough to believe that their dog could fend for themselves. No, I think that some could. Uh, 27% of dog owners say their dogs need a jacket, 
if the weather drops <laughs> below 40 degrees. 16% say they give their dogs a poncho if it rains. And 12% say they put their booties on their dogs if the weather outside is bad. 44% of dog owners say their dog sleeps in bed with them and half feed their dog. A healthy diet that involves pet safe fruits and vegetables like carrots, apples, watermelon, blueberries, things like that. Jax is, he's a cattle dog. He's a working dog. His brothers and sisters are out there on the range chasing that, chasing down cattle and just working all day and sleeping out there under the stars and I'll sit there at night and look. Jax has his own bed. I'm like, dude, the life you have. And then you'll go outside and he'll, there'll be a bird or something. He'll go, he has his ball, we're playing ball and he has the ball in his mouth. And so he's barking, running after these birds. He's got the ball in his mouth. Oh, and he goes chasing, but he slows, he starts to slow down at the last second. Like, I'm going to get you. But in the back of his mind, he's like, shoo, shoo, bird, because I don't want to have to get you. He's, he has like a kind soul about him. So I don't know if he would survive if he was completely out on his own. Yeah, I think uh, so. the domestic animals are just, they're way too domestic. I mean, yes, obviously they're going to have their uh, biological instincts kick in mm-hmm. at some point, but at the end of the day, they're like, where's my doggy bed and my treats? <laughs> where's my farmer's dog food? <laughs> Finally, this morning, Monday was the 10th annual World Emoji Day, and Emojipedia, which is a reference site for emoji meetings and news, is sharing what what news in the world... Um, they they share the news in the world of these pictographs, basically. So emojis are part of nearly all digital communication today with more than 10 billion used around the world daily. That's that's actually close to 7 million emojis used every minute. So in, according to Emojipedia, the little sideways rolling on the floor laughing emoji is the winner of the World Emoji Lifetime Achievement Award. They say it's the number two most popular emoji in the world today behind the most uh, the more straightforward laughing crying face and by far in a way the most popular new emoji that is la- that is added in the last 10 years so number one uh, as far as the top most used emojis are for this year so far the face with the tears of joy the the sideways uh, face with the tears of joy the red heart the folded hands um, I always thought that was a high five. Then people use it for praying. Yeah, good praying. I always thought it was a high five until recently. Um, oh my gosh! Hey, uh, uh, my my pet is ill. High five! <laughs> yeah, like um, I hope you're doing. I heard you were sick. Hope you're doing okay. High five! Get better. High five! <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> I can uh, see it. I can see it. The loudly crying face is number five, which is the one with the tears like streaming directly down. Um, the smiling face with the heart eyes is number six. Sparkles are number seven. Fire is number eight. Just the smiley face with the smiley eyes and kind of like the rosy cheeks. That's number nine. And then the smiling face with the hearts around the head is number 10. When you look at your emojis, is it uh, left to right or top to bottom as far as your most used emojis? Um, Let me see here. So you can open it up. Like if you open up, a t- like go to send a text message if you yeah. have an iPhone and then uh, go to hit emoji and it'll, it'll show you your frequently, frequently used emojis. I uh, I think it's... Gosh, I'm trying to see what I've used most recently. I think it's um, left to right. Left to right? Yeah. I've got like the two pink hearts is the one I use the most. Then the sideways laughing crying. Then the skull. Then the um, chef's kiss like hand emoji. Mm. That one. And then a camera (laughs) is what I have. Oh, that like a photography a camera, camera taking a flat like with a flash. Okay. Usually, I'll post that on like Instagram. Like if someone else took the picture, I'll be like, "Camera 
and then that person. Yeah, give me credit for it. Yeah, exactly. I've got the uh, the the crying with tears, thumbs up, red heart, birthday cake, and then the face palm emoji. Like, oh, yeah. That should be my number one. I use that one a lot. I don't know why it's so low on the list. <laughs> what does it say about our lives? Like that's it's one of my top yeah. five. I'm always frustrated. <laughs> slapping my face. Eight o'clock hour battle for Vegas. The huge charity softball game uh, is happening Saturday. Almost sold out. We've got your tickets coming up at eight twenty-five. Are you listening for the Disney diva of the day at seven fifteen? We announced who it is and what hour you're going to be listening for it. So make sure you keep it here. Your chance to win a family four pack of tickets to the Disneyland Resort. These are two day, one park per day passes. So keep listening for that. My niece is doing something very big for the first time. She is going to be twenty two in August, and we're doing a couple of things. She's flying for the first time. And she's also uh, going east of Pennsylvania for the first time. She's flying to L.A. on Friday with some friends. Is this your niece who posts the uh, the very seductive um, Instagram photos? The racy Instagram photos. Oh. Yes, it is. Get, get ready for a California photo shoot coming oh, up. Oh, boy. <laughs> so she hasn't, she's never left Pennsylvania? She Well, she's been to, New. I mean, the tri-state area. Everything is so close. Um, she's been to New Jersey and the Jersey Shore. But it's, that's right next to Pennsylvania. And then she has been to New York City, which is nice. 90 minutes from uh, where she lives. So she's been to Philly, New York City, and then to the Jersey Shore. And that, but th- that area where she's from is so close. So this is the first time going anytime far west and also the first time getting on an airplane. Is she nervous about flying on a plane? I haven't spoken to her directly. I was talking to my mom about it. She's, she's excited. Um, I've noticed something about you. What's that? You don't talk to your family. <laughs> you talked about a cousin today that owns a, a, a pet boutique or something. A, doggy, a, a luxury doggy hotel. Yeah, a dog, doggy yes. hotel. We're like, oh, tell us. What. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in 30 years. <laughs> okay, your niece, she's on a plane. Is she nervous? Oh, I don't know. I don't talk to her. Like, you don't talk. Why don't you speak to your family? I, well, I, sp- I speak to my mom. I speak to my dad. My brother and I, we text all the time. And that's and I get a I get the information from them. I get I talk to my mom. She gives me the information about my niece. I, that's how I get my stuff. <laughs> it's just you. You have like no communication with anyone except for your mom and your dad. I know. <laughs> I need to work on that. It's just funny to me. But then again, I got to be honest. I don't really keep in touch with my cousins that much either. So I mean, I it's a Facebook something now and then because that's the only thing that social media they'll go on. So I can't give you too much of a hard time because I I, I don't keep in touch as much as I should either. But it is an interesting observation. And bless her heart. She's a very sweet girl. But my um, uh, my mom was telling me this was uh, a couple weeks ago that she was planning this trip to California. And she said to my mom, who she calls me, and she's like, Mima, I need to get my passport. And my mom's like, oh, you do? Where are you going? I'm going to California. Oh, oh boy. First time traveler. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need a passport. Just got to have your driver's license to get to California. She's like, oh, okay. So she's super excited. But then there was also something else you just found out. She's really disappointed because she thought she was going to L.A. the entire time. L.A., L.A. So they're going to Santa Ana is where they're going, which is about you know 60 minutes outside of L.A. But I think in her mind, she was thinking... L.A., West Hollywood, go to some clubs and everything. And then the family she's going with, they're like, no, we're going to Santa Ana. Which you can still drive to L.A. and everything, but you're not right yeah, there in the heart of the city. Yeah, it's right there. It's right in between. So that and uh, Anaheim, like, that's that whole area. So she's fine. She's close enough, yeah. Yeah, everything is far in L.A. and everything is in traffic. But, oh, she didn't know that you don't need a passport to go to California. She did not. She found that out. So she uh, she... 
realize she doesn't need a passport, and then she'll be flying for the first. This is a big adventure to be going to California for the first time, coast to coast. She'll be close. Maybe she'll come out and see us. She'll be so close to us. <laughs> That's sweet. This is like a new adventure for her. I can't wait to hear about the pics that she posts. I just I just scroll through. I mean, good for her. She's you know she's 22. She can do what she wants. But yeah, when you're the uncle, I I I, I can't like them, and I, I just swipe through. But I did notice any time it was with our boss, Jaylove. I went to pop open my Instagram to show him some photos or something, and her photo, her account was the first one. I'm like, ah, that's my niece. What was the picture? Uh, she was just like at the, you know, just hanging out in her backyard in a bikini or something. <laughs> oh, just hanging out in the bikini. <laughs> Are they like front pictures, back pictures, um, like seductive poses? You get both front and back. She doesn't, uh, you get front and back, and, um, to be honest, I don't like look at her face to see if they're like what her eyes are like or she's being You're seductive. not looking at her face, you're looking at her body. No, I'm scrolling through. I see butt and I scroll. I see <laughs> Oh, boobs there's the scroll. butt pictures. Yeah, the butts, butt ones. You get butts and boobs. Butts oh, and boobs. Oh wow. You're this is your goddaughter. Yes. Maybe you should start establishing a relationship with her and buy her some clothes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If she's a, if, she, if she's as cute as I remember, it's been a while since I've seen a photo of her. But if she's as cute as I remember, uh, I, I bet she's got a lot of followers. Yeah, she, I mean, she is. She is the, the sweetest kid out there. She is. I couldn't ask for a better goddaughter. I just need to talk to her more often. <laughs> yeah. So, how are the bikini pics coming? <laughs> got anything planned for California? California, let me know. I got some hot spots you can go to. <laughs> hey, those tickets to Battle for Vegas are coming up at 825. Battle for Vegas is happening Saturday. You're going. Your tickets in less than 10 minutes. I had to explain something that in my kids' eyes is very dated uh, yesterday. And it was funny because she, my daughter, she was uh, showing me a video on YouTube about something. I think she was showing me a a music video. I can't remember what we were looking at, but she had it mirrored on the TV and we were watching it, but an ad comes up right off the bat. And she goes, I know that's Rory McElroy, but who's the other dude? So I'm I'm looking at it's like a golf themed commercial for work day, you know, the the program you use like to clock in and clock out and stuff. And and so it was a work day commercial. And the guy at the end that she was questioning, he's like his his he was like curling his lip and he was saying something like yeah you got a guy like this and she goes who is that guy and i look and at first i didn't recognize him but then he did the lip thing and i was like oh that's billy idol my kid had no idea who billy idol was so i go that's billy idol and she goes and that is <laughs> one of the greatest rockers from the 80s. Are you kidding me? She recognized Rory McElroy, but she did not know. She did not know who Billy Idol was. So I have to do that a lot with them. And man, it just makes me feel so old because it's like you really don't know who that is. But I guess like, how would she know? Yeah. How would she know? Like nobody listens to Billy Idol in my house, in my house anymore. Um, she's had, she's never seen The Wedding Singer. That's the movie with yeah, he's on the plane. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So I, I got to give her a pass on that. Like, how else would she even be exposed to Billy Idol? But I just thought it was funny. Have you had to explain something to someone in a younger generation on like who someone is or what something is or what something means? It's just hilarious to 
to see what she knows and doesn't know about pop culture, like old pop culture. Mm-hmm. Billy Idol just did a concert on top of the Hoover Dam. And that is? <laughs> <laughs> he did? Yeah, he did. In the past couple months, yeah, he, he was the first person to ever perform on top of the Hoover Dam. He was oh. out there doing his thing. It was, for me, it was 4th of July, and I was at my buddy's house, and he's got a couple kids who were um, ages 8 to about to turn 16 as his oldest son. And my buddy had some music on. I just wasn't feeling the 4th of July vibe, so I had his phone, and I'm, I'm punching in some songs. So I take over the 4th of July music, and I eventually get to John Kruger Mellencamp, and this song comes on. Oh, yeah, life goes on. First off, the sons didn't know who John Cougar was, John Mellencamp, but at one point during the song, one son looks at me and goes, who are Jack and Diane? I don't know. Yeah, I got Were they the ones on the Titanic? (laughs) (laughs) No, that was Jack and Rose. Oh, sorry. Well, you know. What are they doing behind the Tasty Freeze? I don't know. It goes both ways, though. I mean, I get schooled all the time on stuff like Sometimes I get embarrassed because I start talking like my kids and I'll use terms that they do. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, I should not be calling this girl a baddie or <laughs> saying bet instead of OK. <laughs> but it's nice to get the education, though, because because we, I don't look like for me. I don't have kids. So I'm missing out on all this stuff. So when Sophia Brooklyn comes to the table with something new, a new term, a new artist, a new show, I as the kidless one appreciate that. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> You said something the other day, and I'm like, oh, that's that's Brooklyn phrase. What did oh, I say? What, what, what was it? it? It was this past week. Oh, my gosh. It was on Monday. You're going off slay? about something. Did I say slay? No, no you used slay before. What was it? <laughs> you used AF. In the sa- no, oh, AF? In, the, in the same sentence, though. It was in that same sentence. Whatever you used AF for. Talking about someone or something. Oh, my gosh. But you said it, and I'm like. Bruh. Bruh. Bruh? Was it bruh? <laughs> my kids call me bruh. <laughs> I, now I want to know what was it. What was it? Oh, I gosh. mean, hang out with a 14-year-old, and you're going to start talking like that. You're going to pick up on things. <laughs> I, 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 uh, does uh, Brooklyn know, like, the Rolling Stones? Um, I think she... You know, Sophie has a Rolling Stones t-shirt that she wears, and she says, no matter... Where I am, if I wear a band t-shirt from an older band, I'll get some old person coming up to me saying... Can you name three songs that that man sings? And she gets so annoyed by that. She goes, is that an old person thing to ask a kid that? Like, why can't I wear the shirt? Because I like it. Because she was wearing her Rolling Stones shirt at uh, downtown Summerlin once. And and some ladies like, name three Rolling Stones songs. (laughs) She goes, start me up, satisfaction, and I don't care. (laughs) And I was like, Rude. And then she goes, just kidding. And then she named another one. I can't even remember. Good I, for her, though. I was like, don't worry about it. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, start me up as a boss. I have no idea. <laughs> the, those tickets to Battle for Vegas are up next. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Let's get our contestant, Marissa, your caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Let's do this. We want to make sure we get you into uh, this Battle for Vegas charity softball game with the Golden Knights versus the Las Vegas Raiders. It's going to be so much fun. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Garden, Wild About Wildlife, or On Hold? Um, Wild About Wildlife. All right. Now, who do you... Oh, well, first of all, July is Wild About Wildlife Month, and these are all animals you would find in the wild, okay? Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> who do you want to pick <laughs> as your partner? 
Mercedes. All right. All right, Marissa, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win. And ladies, you start now. This has really colorful feathers that will come out sometimes. Like, really. No, it's Um, feathers. Like a bird that has. Peacock. Yes. This has a really long neck. Um, It's not Steph, but it's her nickname. Yes. Um, This is a very colorful bird that talks back to you. Like. Peacock. Uh, no, um, I mean, parrot, parrot. yes, yes. This is there was a game back in the day called Hungry, Hungry, This, and they would eat more. Yep. Oh, yep, that's right. Um, uh, a polar, a panda, uh, Bear. yep. This is a big animal that has like a horn on its nose, a rhino. Yes, yes. Okay. wow. Marissa, like, that was so easy for you, and you stayed so calm, cool, and collected. Here I am, freaking out, and you're like, a rhino. (laughs) It was so impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. Marissa, you're all set with your four tickets to Battle for Vegas, the huge charity softball game happening on Saturday. You also get that Mercedes in the Morning Hockey Championship shirt. And you'll see Mercedes on Saturday because she is you're hosting everything, right? Yeah, we're going to have a great time. Um, and the times got pushed up just because it's going to be hot. So the doors open at 5, the Home Run Derby starts at 7, and then the game starts at 8, and then there's fireworks, I think, at 9.30. It's just going to be so much fun. Perfect. You want to join Marissa and Mercedes? We've got your tickets again tomorrow morning with the uh, 8 o'clock edition of Heads Up. So right around 825 tomorrow morning. Hey, going back to the battle for Vegas real quick. You started earlier in the show. You had some meetings for it and stuff. You said there's some surprises on Saturday. Yeah, there's surprises. There's fun at the Fan Fest, too. So definitely want to come check things out. It's going to be so much fun. I am so excited about it. It's, I mean, the all-star cast of players are going to be out there. Jose Canseco is going to be there, too, yeah, on Saturday. He's uh, he's going to be on the A's team for, for the Home Run Derby. Okay. But then he's playing... On the Raiders uh, softball team. I can see that. I can yeah, see that. You can see that? Yeah, that yeah. connection there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. That's going to be a blast. That's awesome. Uh, there's tickets again tomorrow morning, 825. Up next, Hot 3. What do you have for us? Well, back to school shopping has started. Parents get ready to spend more. Also, the Barbie movie comes out on Friday. How does Barbie affect a woman's body image? We're going to talk a little bit about that. And Japan Airlines is now doing something so people can just ditch their luggage. Would you do this? We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Parents are starting to think about back-to-school shopping and are set to spend more according to the National uh, Retail Federation dollars spent on back to school shopping are it's going to break records with a projected forty one point five billion dollars being spent, which is up from thirty six point nine billion dollars that was spent last year. Families with kids in elementary through high school, they plan to spend an average of eight hundred ninety dollars while college students and their families are expected to spend over thirteen hundred dollars per person. The culprit in this increase 
is electronics with 69% of shoppers buying electronics or other computer related accessories this year. Luckily, sales have already begun. So keep that in mind. If you need to do some shopping, it's never too early to start. When does Sophie go back to college? Uh, she's at the end of August. Oh, she's got time. Yeah, then. yeah she's nice. got plenty of time. Enjoy it, kid. Brooklyn is at the beginning of August and her big dilemma this year is she's gone to a private school her whole life. So she's um, always worn a uniform to school. Now she's going to be going to a public school. No uniform. She's like, what do I wear? I'm like, just regular clothes. She's like, oh, my gosh. This is this is really going to define me. Like, what am I going to wear? And she's, yeah, this is like a big deal for her. Oh, I get the pressure. Yeah. I, I, I did Catholic school for eight years. And then I finally went to the public school in ninth grade. And I look at the photos my first day of school. I'm like, why didn't someone talk to me? What was I wearing? <laughs> I, I said, you could just still wear your uniform. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, also this morning, so ahead of the Barbie movie hitting theaters this week, new research digs into how women feel about the iconic doll and how she impacts their body image. Nearly half of the women surveyed admit they have compared the way they look to a Barbie. And 69% think Barbie dolls can lead to body image issues. More than three quarters of women surveyed say Barbie dolls give women and girls very unrealistic body images. But like, if you look at what Barbie is, um, and Barbie's come a long way as far as inclusivity and different looks. I remember I flipped out when I was a kid and I got a Barbie that had brown hair because all the Barbies I had were blonde. Mm -hmm. And when they had one with brown hair, oh my gosh, I was just like, this is amazing. I could not believe it. And so that made me feel included. Um, but if you look at the Barbie's body for what it is, it's pretty unrealistic. I mean, no one has a waist that tiny. And permanent high heel feet, unless you look in the movie. And I love when Margot Robbie steps out of those shoes. I tried to do that now to see if Is I it can a TikTok challenge to yeah, do it. Yeah, but um, I I don't know. It's it's just I've never seen a body like that. But a lot of young girls don't realize that. Yes, you know, looking back now, I'm like, oh, that's unrealistic. But maybe at the time, I thought, oh wow, this is how you're supposed to look. Yeah, when you're a child and a young girl, impressionable like that, and see the way Barbie looks with all her features, and are the toes still pointing with Barbie? The Barbie doll stay or the the, toe, or the feet flat now? I don't know because um, every time I buy a Barbie now, it's a collector's Barbie, so I don't open it and I don't really look at the feet. But I want to say, and ladies, if you had Barbies, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Barbie feet, fleet, feet start to go flat? Because I feel like, you know, those little shoes you had for Barbie and they were always the heels and you'd lose one or you'd start chewing on them or whatever. I feel like one of my Barbies had a pair of sneakers. I feel like they were white sneakers with like blue, like a an aqua blue um, stripe on the side. I don't know. I just feel like. One of my Barbies had sneakers and maybe it was off brand Barbie. Like my mom would buy me off brand Barbie stuff all the time. So maybe that's what it is. But does anybody remember or is Barbie flat footed now? Um, I, I haven't seen one like held one without the packaging around it in a long time. He man, his muscles. 
I mean, what guy has muscles like He-Man when you were a kid? Like, man, look at those muscles that He-Man has. Yeah, but that's like from a different universe. That's like not even... G.I. <laughs> Joe not all... Like, not like Bar- He-Man in New Jersey. I mean, Barbie, <laughs> she had a McDonald's. She had her dream house. Like, that was supposed to be in the world. All G.I. Joe action figures. Muscles on top of muscles. There was never just like a regular looking Joe. They all always... Like, there ha- had to be a corporal somewhere that was a little on the heftier side that, you know... Even Sergeant Slaughter. Like, if Sergeant Slaughter in real life, he had some... You know, he he was he was a rounder man, but his action figure was all muscle. I'm like, wait, that's not Sergeant Slaughter, but he had the muscle. All the action figures was muscle on top of muscles. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I think that's why they're toys because they're not fully based in reality. But I do love how Barbie is becoming. They're they're getting much better at reflecting a range of body types and skin colors and hair colors and facial shapes um Allie has a barbie update for us hi Allie. hi how are you uh really good do you uh know uh what the what barbie is like now as far as her feet go yeah you can get them at an angle or flat foot she used to have um sneakers as well but they were at an angle Oh, they were at an angle. Maybe mine were at an angle, and I just I just remember the sneakers themselves. So are you going to go see the Barbie movie this weekend? Yes, I have a six-year-old who is super excited. Yeah, I am too. I got my tickets already. We're going on Friday to see it. That it's going like, uh, It's going to be huge. Thank you so much, Allie. All right, finally this morning, if you are old enough... You remember when you could actually check bags on airlines for free, or maybe you fly Southwest and you can still do that. Um, You didn't have to cram a week's worth of clothes into a carry-on and lug it on the plane. Well, now Japan Airlines wants to free people of the hassle of carry-on bags and the hassle of packing altogether. They've just launched a new service that allows foreign tourists and business travelers to rent clothes from them. For as little as $28 for up to two weeks, it's called Anywhere, Anywhere, like A-N-Y space W-E-A-R, anywhere, then the word together, Anywhere, Anywhere. And travelers can rent up to eight outfits in three sizes, small, medium, and large, in various styles like business casual and, and more formal stuff. You don't even need to pick up the clothes at the airport. They'll be waiting for you at your hotel. And you do know what you're getting. When you make a reservation, you go online and you select the items that you want. Now, the clothes will be previously used and They're thoroughly cleaned and ironed before being delivered. Don't worry. The service does not include your undergarments on that. So you do have to bring those. Um, You'll have to pick a few personal items that you'll want to bring with you. But the idea is that you can minimize luggage as much as possible. So the stuff is waiting for you then. Yeah, they will deliver it to your hotel for you. Because if you wanted the free clothes, you can always do Amazon try before you buy. Order yeah. some clothes, go on vacation, come back. Ah, I'm just not feeling it. Send it back. Yeah, I think the whole purpose of this is not, you know, to try new stuff, but more just I don't have to pack. Yeah, it's I right there, there waiting for you. There it is for me. Yeah. That, that was the last one there? Yeah, that's it. Okay, here in the 9 o'clock hour, Live Nation's Summer's Live. You pick your concert. So four tickets, your choice of a participating all-in ticket. That's happening right around 940. I mean, shows like Maroon 5, Jonas Brothers, Rod Stewart, Counting Crows. Uh, lots of concerts to choose from. It's Mix 94.1. So, so sad this morning. I had one of my possessions that I really love ruined last night. And I did not ruin it. Someone else ruined it. I'm so bummed about this. Do you remember years ago 
I think it was for my birthday or Christmas. And my husband's like, what do you want? I was like, the only thing I want is a cast iron skillet. I want a cast iron skillet. I'll cook with it all the time. Well, I never did. But until recently, I've been using this cast iron skillet all the time for everything I can. And I told you, we, we cooked some steaks last night. I put them in the cast iron skillet. Man, were they good. But guess what? Mm. That skillet is dead. How can you ruin a cast iron skillet that's one big piece? You can't break a handle off the thing or something. Mm. It's cast iron. How do you break a, a cast iron skillet? It's impossible. Allow me to explain. So we have a rule in my house. If I cook, Matt cleans up afterwards. And so... Hear that, Laura? <laughs> so I I cooked. I made, um, I made some potatoes. I made some broccoli. And then I made the steaks. Two, two little like fillets in the cast iron skillet. When it was all said and done and we ate... Um, right before he went to clean up, I said, I got the cast iron skillet. I go, you can clean up everything, but I'll, I'll clean the skillet. And he's like, okay. So I told him not to touch it. I was just like, leave it. I'll take care of the skillet. So I go and I do a couple of things. I'm prepping for the show. I come back. The kitchen is immaculate. It is. You could eat off the countertops. It was just beautiful. And my skillet was gone. And I go, where? Where where is the skillet? He goes, I washed it for you. And my heart just started to beat fast. And I was like, okay, calm down. I go, how did you wash it? He goes, I just stuck it in the sink and put some soap in there and just cleaned it out. And I wanted to throw up. You can't clean a cast iron skillet with soap. Why can't I'm, I'm, I'm trying to follow the- Everything's going to taste like soap that I make in it. It's gonna be. It's ruined. It's gonna taste clean. It's no, gonna be clean now. It, it's ruined. How you're not supposed to? How are we supposed to clean a cast iron skillet then without soap and water? You're just. You can do it with water, just not soap. But then the next item you cook, you grill salmon. You're gonna have like uh, steak taste in that. That's thing. the beauty of a cast iron skillet is it gets seasoned over the times you use it. That's why they're so great. It develop. It gets seasoned and develops new flavors for you and now my cast iron skillet's gonna taste like like palm olive or whatever brand dawn dishwashing liquid it's ruined i got matt's back on this i'd be if i'm in that situation he's doing his wife a favor you stepped out he has the kitchen immaculate is clean you use that you cook again on the thing it's gonna be fine no it's gonna be absolutely fine it's gonna taste like soap it, it will not it, there's no way it it will it oh my gosh i and so i felt terrible cuz he literally in his heart was just doing mm-hmm. a nice thing so he saw my face he goes what's wrong i go um you're not supposed to use soap when you clean it he asked the same thing well how are you supposed to clean it yeah I was like, well, you're just supposed to. That's why I go. That's why I told you not to touch it because I was going to do it. I'm trying to be nice, but I'm really like ready to lose it. And he's like, well, I was just trying to be nice. And I was like, I know, I know, but you ruined it. And he's like, I ruined it. No, he didn't. It's not ruined. It's ruined. Hold on. Okay. So you got it for a while. How many times do you think you used this cast iron skillet? Um, 15 to 20 times. Okay. Making what? Salmon? Steak? Um, usually I'll make either green chili. I'll make, I'll, I'll make meat in it. I've made pancakes in it before. Um, all sorts of stuff. You can use any, you can use it for anything. But then if you're going from steak, if, okay, if Matt didn't wash it. And you used it on Saturday to make pancakes for the kids or whoever. Your 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 pancakes would have a steaky flavor to it. No, it's it's hard to explain. It's just it's seasoned. 
It's not going to taste like steak, but it is going to taste like soap if you use the soap. I, I, I can't explain it, JC. It's, it's messed. Up. Can then can he Matt just then go to the store today and buy a cheap steak and cook it and then get your flavor back? <laughs> like you throw away steak. Yeah, I'm gonna get my flavor back. <laughs> get your flavor back and then you know, throw some salmon in there next. You know, you get your flavor back. I I I would probably do it's the same about thing. building flavor sure. on a skillet and and so now it's got the soap and so um, people are texting though. Okay, someone just said you just have to re-season it. It's not ruined. This one says, I've soaked mine. It's fine. Put on the stove, heat it up, put oil in it, and let it sit there. It's fine. Won't taste like soap unless it was soaked. Um, That's what I did. So I rinsed it again. Um, I put some seasoning spray in it. Well, I rinsed it. Then I I cooked it because you want to get all the water Mm -hmm. out. So I cooked it. Then I put seasoning spray in it. They actually have a seasoning spray for cast iron skillets. And then you... Oh, man. He felt so bad. And I felt bad because he felt bad because he was just trying to do a nice thing. So then the next time you cook without a cast iron skillet and it's an easier the dishes, he can leave that one out. Like, I, I just didn't think I was supposed to wash this one either. Oh, yeah. Just this glass bowl. I don't want our glass. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff in there tastes like soap. It's been seasoned. Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best. On Mix Nutty 4.1. Hi, Myra. Hi. You are calling in because you may or may not have heard the Disney diva of the day. Can you tell us who that diva is? Jasmine. Jasmine is correct. And you are caller 20. We're going to Disneyland. Oh, my God, Mercedes. I love you guys. And I follow you guys also on Instagram. Congratulations. Make sure you tag us when you post to all your friends. Like, hey, shout out. I'm in Disneyland because I just got a family four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day passes to the Disneyland Resort. Congratulations. Oh, my God, Mercedes. Thank you so much. And Jason. Yes, Myra, congratulations to you. And hold on one second. We'll get your information and get your uh, get your tickets. And if you want to go to Disneyland like Myra, it's very simple. You've got to be listening tomorrow morning. At 7.15, that's when we give you the Disney Diva of the Day. So we'll give you the Disney Diva of the Day. And then the hour when we're going to play the Diva. And when you hear her, you call her 20, you win those tickets to Disneyland. So be listening tomorrow morning at 7.15 for the Disney Diva of the Day. I just discovered something that my buddy does. He, um, he's a server here in town. Single guy. No kids. But when he is, well, at least when he finds out, when he finds out when he's waiting tables and lies to his customers and mentions his wife, or sometimes he'll say, you know, his ex-wife, and mentions he's got kids. And when he mentions kids and a wife and a family and everything, he notices that his tips go up. So he'll often tell a tale to a customer just to beef up his tips. Instead of just providing better service. Instead of just providing better service. <laughs> <laughs> to, to ensure prompt service. he Instead, he'd just rather say, hey, I have a kid, and then the tip goes up. He'll work in, uh, I'm sure he probably to do the best service possible. Probably works in, you know, hey, uh, the yo, you want the pancakes? My son my, and my daughter, they love pancakes. I'll be right back with the pancakes. Works in a family, notices when he does that, tips go up. I think this is brilliant. I wonder if people see through that, though, because I can I I see through that when people are trying to increase their tips and they try to do little things. And it just I'm pretty standard across the board with my tipping. Um, I tend to over tip. And the reason why is because I've been a server and it's hard. It's it's a really hard job. So unless you really, really just screw up. 
you're getting over tip by B. And if you do really screw up, then you get 20%, which is like the standard. Yeah. Like, and that's still a good tip. So I'm a sucker for servers. Um, if you see me, it's like, oh, man, I'm an easy target. Just come after me. That that wouldn't affect me, though, if he said. Because oh, you're a big tipper then. Yeah. So, like, he could he could have kids or not have kids. But I'd still tip him the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect me, but it does affect other people. He's noticed. Yeah, he's noticed when he, that certain people uh, they would bring it up that that tip goes up. So he finds himself telling these tales to his customers to increase the tips. I think. Yeah, I think most people. I don't. Know, maybe most people tip big. Um, how do you think we take care of servers as well? Um, Are you going to tip someone better if you find out they have a kid versus if they're single? If they tell me, if they tell me some kind of story, or we have, um, there's more of a connection made. I do think our tips will go up. I, th- I think there's, like, during the pandemic, we tipped. We, 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 I feel like I'm a good tipper as well. I'm, I'm, am I at your level? I don't know. But I, I do feel like, same thing. I worked in the restaurant business for years, studied hotel management. Um, so I like to take care of servers. During the pandemic, we found ourselves going above and beyond when it came to tipping because I felt like the, everyone was struggling. I was tipping like 50% then. Like, it was insane because, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone was having a hard time. I totally get that. So we we were doing that. So I think that for us, yeah, there is that sympathy angle. So some, we have, we go to a restaurant, it's a nice service. We're, we're going to take care of them. Um, but if the server has a connection and they mention their their kids or some kind of struggle, there'll be a conversation between Laura and I. When it comes down to the tip, I'll go to write it. She'll probably give me a look. I'm like, ah, he's got those kids. He's got that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Let's give a little something extra. But a single people struggle too. Like that, I, I, I think of that. Like, okay, you. Everyone struggles. Yeah, yes. exactly. So um, you could come up, he could do that without lying about having kids. You know, he could say, oh, I really want to get home and see my mom for the holidays, but oh, my sick mom. I can't or something. Well, you don't want to. Uh, the point is not to lie. <laughs> now you're making mom sick, and that's just bad juju because then mom will get sick. The universe is going to hear that, you know? Um, and maybe he's going to get someone pregnant now because he keeps talking oh, my about pregnant wife. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think everybody tries to find a workaround to, to increase those tips. I don't know if lying is the way to go, but then again, it's like, are they going to ever see you again? Probably not. If it's an uh, an ends to a me- or a means to an end, then why not? You see them in public. Hey, where are those kids? Uh, well, um, they're, they're with their mom. Who's yeah. Sick? <laughs> just, yeah. Just I make, I'm making everyone sick around here. <laughs> Until they come back in, you forget to tell the tale of your kids. You got to keep track of your lives with your customers. We've got what's trending coming up next. What do you got for us? New developments in the death of rapper Tupac. Who will win in the battle of Barbenheimer? And some big names in music want you to try their sonic creations. We'll talk to you all about that coming up in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's Trending is on Mix 94.1. Tupac is trending this morning. Yesterday, Metro searched a home as part of their ongoing investigation into the death of rapper Tupac Shakur. He was shot and killed in September of 1996 at Flamingo and Koval near the Las Vegas Strip. His murder still remains unsolved. The home that they searched was located in Henderson and involved Dwayne Davis, a.k.a. Keith D. Um, it's not the first time that this name has been tied to Tupac's murder. Last year, the former head of Death Row Records indicated that he could be charged in connection to the shooting. Um, not really hearing much more on this right now, but just so interesting that here we are uh, all these years later and they're still trying to piece together what happened that night. Yeah, this is one of those uh, celebrity murders that um, 
you know, they, they never solved. And it's so funny. I was at Channel 8, and I was talking to one of the investigative reporters. And I said, hey, what are you working on? And he says, uh, the Tupac murder. I, th- I thought he was I'm like, no, seriously, what are you working on? I was like, no, there's, there's new leads in the Tupac murder. It's crazy that it's coming to light here in 2023. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see if they dig up anything new on that. So we'll keep you posted. Also trending this morning is Barbenheimer. So Barbenheimer is the the mashup of the two biggest movies that are hitting theaters this weekend. Barbie and Oppenheimer both open on Friday. But box office experts say there is one movie that should be the clear cut winner when it comes to the unofficial battle. Experts are predicting that Barbie will make almost a hundred million dollars while. Opp- Oppenheimer should bring in almost $50 million. They say that Barbie is a safe bet to win with its colorful and whimsical theme versus the dark and serious theme of Christopher Nolan's movie about the creation of the atomic bomb. Steph, you saw the premiere last night. You had an embargo on it. You couldn't say a word about it until 9 a.m. this morning. It is 934 what did you think? Ah, uh, it was so good. I actually didn't think I was going to like it because I'm not really into those type of dark history type of movies. But they did a fabulous job with the cast and their surprises with actors that they were not promoting. I'm like, oh, that's that person. Oh, my God, that's that person. So if you're lo- looking to see it this weekend, you're going to be in for a great surprise. But beware, it's a three hour movie. So take your bathroom breaks before. Oh, yeah. I always need that warning, too. <laughs> that is that long of a movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oppenheimer's uh, granddaughter lives here in town. She's on the board of directors at the Atomic Museum. Yeah, this is uh, there's a lot of history with that. And a lot of the family is talking about the movie and what they think. And um, how's my girl Florence Pugh in the movie? She's my favorite. She's hot in the movie. Really? They make her out to make really, really beautiful. And I love her new hairstyle. They they styled her with in this movie. Oh, I haven't seen it. I've only seen her with the shaved head lately. They do something different. Yeah, it's like a cor- like it's like the 40s look okay with the, those type of hairstyles she's really good um the i think my favorite performance was robert downey jr oh okay yeah. yeah he's been talking a lot about it and how he he mentioned a couple actors that he worked closely with but now i'm afraid to say who they were because i don't know if they're the promoting spoilers, them yeah, or not, uh, but okay that is trending and then sonic is trending so they're they're partnering with some big music acts to spotlight the their favorite drinks at sonic so starting this week you can drink like stars um like jp Sachs. Kelsey Ballerini, Lainey Wilson, and Metro Boomin. They have these drink combos that they're promoting. So JP Sachs has a mango slush with Nerds Candy that you can order. Kelsey Ballerini, her drink is ocean water with blue raspberry and lime. Lainey Wilson has a Sprite Zero with strawberries and sugar-free peach. And then Metro Boomin, his drink is a lemonade with strawberries and vanilla. They're encouraging fans to recreate their favorite singer's drink or create their own and share it on social using the hashtag Sonic Drink Remix and that is what's trending. So Live Nation has their all-in concert tickets and we've got four of them for you coming up here in five minutes. When you get those tickets, you get to pick the concert you want to go to and it's a huge list. Keith Urban, Tracy Morgan, Jonas Brothers, Maroon 5, Counting Crows, Weezer, the list goes on. Your tickets in five minutes. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow, especially at 7.15 for the Disney Diva of the Day. You'll want to be listening for who that is and when you can expect to hear that diva on the show. When you hear her, you'll want to be caller 20 for more tickets to check out Disneyland. Two-day, one-park-per-day passes for four of you. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We are out. J-Love is headed in next. 
Yes, but right now it's time for the line of the day. This morning we spoke to LL Cool J, and Mercedes had her moment to shine. She sang for LL. I'm going to call you Big Daddy, scream your name, benefactor might like your candy rain. Okay. I'm going back. What you saying? I get my swerve on, bring it live, make it last forever. Then the kitty cat side. Ooh! Oh God, I need the words. So dad, you flow, make it. Oh God, I now I just completely embarrass myself in front of LL Cool J. I'm going to uh, go back to bed now and cry for the rest of the day. I'm very uh, embarrassed, but you know. He was great. <laughs> he was awesome. He was fantastic. And that'll do it for show. I thought it was very sweet. That'll do it for show number 1877 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.